You're listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services they provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. Thanks for joining us for the Fayetteville 411. I'm Sherry Crop. And I'm Gamak Roberts, and we're your hosts for this podcast. The Fayetteville 411 is just one of several podcasts that the city provides for our podcast channel, Radio Fayetteville, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city. On our show today, we're going to highlight the city's economic and community development department and the programs they offer to help build a strong and thriving community. Our guests are Michelle Hare, Adolph Thomas, and Alex Baker. Welcome. Now, Michelle, we'll start with you. How does the ECD department help support small businesses and what programs are offered? The Economic and Community Development Department has provided guidance, direction, and financial assistance to small businesses for over the last 20 years. We have a variety of programs, whether it's loans or matching grants, that we have offered, um, and we amend those programs annually based on the need of the business. Um, We offer loans for small businesses that want to purchase their own building, and so what we do is we offer a gap loan to do so. We also offer matching grants for businesses that are in the development phase. We also offer matching grants for uh, to retain businesses within the city limits of Fayetteville, as well as also to encourage small businesses and commercial property owners to improve the exteriors of their buildings to include signage for small businesses. And we also work very closely with our small business resource providers to um, provide that needed technical assistance and guidance to make our small businesses successful, whether it's they're in the starting phase or just to sustain the business. And Michelle, I know there have been um, many small businesses that have been affected by the COVID pandemic and they're struggling to um, you know, just to survive. Is there any assistance available for those businesses that have been impacted? Yes, there is. We actually were fortunate to have an existing program that we could amend to immediately assist small businesses. So we amended our small business retention grant program. We offered that citywide. Um, Originally, it was created just for target areas, but um, opening it to citywide for small businesses, we do not require a match, and we actually increased the grant award up to $10,000. So we can assist um, any unmet need due to COVID, such as payroll, uh, rent for the commercial space, et cetera, any um, working capital needs for that small business. Um, we actually can also help a sole proprietor because we do have a job creation or retention requirement that's mandated by HUD, but um, as long as that sole proprietor can meet the income requirements, we can also assist a sole proprietor. Um, to date, we've approved 47 grants, so we st- and we still have funding available, um, process and application as long as funding is available, and we just receive additional funds. So please continue to make contact to see if you're eligible, and we're, we're happy to assist you to hopefully sustain your business. And how, how uh, would a small business contact you to get that information? Um, either by email, which is preferred because I actually do email the paperwork, the grant guidelines, and all the forms to the client. My email address is m. H A I R E at C I dot F A Y dot N C dot U S, or they can also call our office at 433-1590. And we also have a Dropbox outside our office that if they really would like to hard copy, we can actually provide a copy in an envelope outside our Dropbox, our office suite um, at 225 Ray Avenue, Suite 198 in the Festival Park Plaza building on the first floor. We'll be glad to accommodate a small business owner any way they need to be. 
Well, I know uh, ECD, the big component of that is, you know, helping out economic and, and the business development. And that kind of leads us on to our next subject with what the ECD works with, which is housing programs to help residents. Now, Adolf, I know you work very closely with that. Let's talk about some of the housing prog- programs offered. Does the city still do housing repairs? We streamline our programs uh, to operate with the emergency housing program, which now is done completely by Fayetteville Urban Ministry, which can be contacted at 910-483-5944. Now, we also in-house does do uh, 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 home full rehabs, and that's on a case-by-case basis. We also concentrate on what we call target area rehabilitation uh, areas, which is B Street, Murchison Road, and the Bonnie Dune area. These uh, areas will get more concentration of assistance when it comes to revitalizing the neighborhood with home repairs. We no longer do investor programs, so uh, we're not able to uh, assist those uh, homeowners that rent their their homes out anymore, Uh, but uh, we will give them some assistance. We're trying to find programs that will help them out. So if you have a a resident that is um, in need of maybe some roofing repairs, a new roof or something like that, um, do they contact your office directly and then you coordinate that effort, or how does that work? Well, the way it works now, they would definitely call the Fever Urban Ministry first at at that number. Uh, During their assessment, if they see that the home is in such repair that it needs a full rehab, then they refer the person to us. But for the most part, with the funding that they have, they'll be able to accommodate most uh, low-income homeowners with their repairs. And when it comes to blighted properties, um, does the city assist with the demolition of those, and what's the process for that? Yes, we uh, are still participating in removing blight, which is uh, one of our national objectives. We do concentrate on our qualified census tract areas, which are the low-income neighborhoods. With the assistance of code enforcement, they help us to identify and to uh, uh, the, the blighted properties, and we're able to assist those homeowners or property owners that can't afford to do the removal themselves, and uh, hopefully that will, of course, also clean up the neighborhood to make uh, it a little bit more nicer in those low-income neighborhoods. And I know during the past year, your department has been involved with um, multiple affordable housing projects. Uh, Briefly talk about those. Well, we do have a few uh, housing programs that we're working with with affordable housing. One of them is the Oak Ridge Estates, which we're working with Habitat for Humanity, uh, which is completing uh, 48 single-family homes uh, provided for low-income families who are now new homeowners. We also are working with the uh, United Developers for Housing Project at Hope Loop Commons Apartment, which is 72 units. Also, MacArthur Park 2, which is now 80 units of construction. And in the future, probably in the next year, we'll be looking at a project called the Landing at Beaver Creek Apartments, which will be another 84 units. So we're totally involved in uh, building uh, uh, affordable housing for our community. And it sounds like the housing is coming in a variety of different forms, whether it's the owner, uh, you know, resident-owned property, such as with Habitat, or we're talking about um, affordable housing with uh, rental units. Correct, correct. We have to participate in each one of those aspects. Uh, We did not have much to do with the 
uh, uh, public housing development that's going on right on Grove, Grove Street. But all of it is all part of the bigger picture of uh, increasing housing for the citizens of Fayetteville. And I think that kind of brings us to the next part of our, our topic. I, Alex, I've known you for years, uh, long before you joined the city, and now you work with us um, in your role as a community relations manager. And you kind of work to help solicit ideas and recommendations from citizens on what they feel is needed to help improve our community. How is that information used to shape our existing or even our proposed programs that we're considering? Sure. Uh, that's one of the main activities that I'm responsible for in my role. Um, every year we host um, citizen participation meetings throughout the city uh, and that's the opportunity that citizens have to give input on our current programs or if they see a deficiency or a need uh, that's not being addressed that's their opportunity to talk about what they see as not being met. Uh, we take those ideas and that feedback, um, and then we present it to the Federal Redevelopment Commission, which is a citizen board that helps guide us in our activities with our HUD funding um, after we get input from them. Uh, so that's two different groups of citizens. Uh, th those motions and recommendations are carried to city council. And um, Alex, I know an area of concern for many of residents uh, is homelessness. Talk about how you collaborate with other agencies to address that issue. Certainly. Um, homelessness is a very big concern. Um, and we work with multiple partners throughout the city, such as Salvation Army, Endeavors, and um, Salvation, uh, Reveille Retreat, and Connections of Cumberland County to address the homeless needs and populations, uh, as well as some preventive measures to help people from becoming homeless. Um, those activities range from things as buying supplies and uh, food assistance at Salvation Army so that they can go somewhere and get a hot meal. Um, it extends to rental and utility assistance and case management to help them get somewhere and get stable. Um, so those are some of the activities that we do. Uh, currently, we're in the planning process of a day resource center where those people can go and get wraparound services because we believe in a holistic approach to uh, addressing homelessness. You know, one of the things I'm thinking about when I'm here, you talk about a lot of the services you provide. I think one of the things that really st stands out to me is, is a key component of that is the partnerships that your department has with a variety, whether we're talking about um, Chodos, um, Adolph, if you can help me define that real quick, because you've helped me so many times over the years to define that. Yeah, the, the term CHODO, which are the letters C-H-D-O, uh, is an acronym for Community Housing Development Organizations. And uh, currently there are uh, two that we know here in Fayetteville. One is the Kingdom Community Development Corporation, which is uh, housed in uh, uh, Spring Lake, and, of course, uh, Fayetteville Habitat for Humanity. And both of those guys are what we call CHODOs. And, and they provide a lot of the services that make a direct impact on, on um, the people that you're looking to help improve the quality of lives for. And these partnerships really make a lot of these programs possible. For sure, you, know, you have to have someone on the ground that's able to make those visions happen. So when it comes to single-home family construction or the rehabilitation of of uh, site-built homes that are already standing. These are the types of organizations that uh, really get busy as we work with them to uh, make those possible things happen.
And I know during the start of COVID, we really worked closely with another NGO and helping to distribute COVID funding to help residents affected by the pandemic. Tell me about some of the other partnerships the city has. We offer a range um, of services that we work with non-governmental agencies to address. Um, COVID was a huge lift, uh, something we'd never encountered before on this scale and this dynamic. Um, and instead of recreating the wheel, it was it was to be rapid. Um, we decided that it was more important to partner with those agencies to address the need instead of recreating programs and I'm trying to administer in-house. We have excellent agencies here in Fayetteville uh, that do a remarkable job uh, and so it just made more sense that we invest in them, uh, give them the resources and, that they needed uh, to do what they do well every day. And so that's that's what we did, um, and we have expanded that. Uh, I personally, in my area, I work with about ten nonprofit and non-governmental agencies to do a range of services to prevent homelessness because the citizens have been impacted severely. Um, whether it was uh, stay-at-home orders and they could not work, or lack of childcare, uh, whatever the range may be. So we consider partnerships critical. Uh, to what we do every day. And, and one last question before we wrap up. we got a little bit of time left. Uh, can you talk a, real briefly about the water and sewer assistance program and the beautification program we offer? Sure. Um, this is to help uh, outlying areas in the city that are being annexed in. Uh, that annexation causes a burden uh, to some households, particularly those of low income. That annexation fee is somewhere a little over $5,000 right now. So to offset that burden and that cost, we do provide $2,000 assistance, again, for low-income households. Uh, also for those families that are coming on that want to get off of septic tank and uh, get on water, we help with that as well by a plumber. And the beautification program helps to help, uh, improve the overall appearance of our community as well. And foster community pride, that's correct. Excellent. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the Fable 411. I want to thank all of you for coming on and sharing the great information about what the ECD department offers to our community. And listener, I want to thank you for listening to the show. You can subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music podcast portal. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fay TV streaming app, available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can also view all of our video content by visiting FayTV.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayettevilleNC.gov. I want to thank Alex Baker, Michelle Hare, and Adolph Thomas for joining us today, and thank you for listening. 